Welcome to the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the Big 3 IDP Podcast. And boys, it's just a dad joined a couple other dads. Hey, it's a dad thing. You wouldn't understand. But what if there's dads listening to the episode, Eddie? Well, they get it. They get it. But otherwise, <laughs> all you posers can just get out. So yeah, happy to be here in the Soad Shack with you all. Thankfully, my lovely wife, God bless her, you know, uh, like 72 hours after giving birth to a nine pound, three ounce baby, Woo. naturally with no kind of pain medicine whatsoever i mean she is an absolute real mvp she is a superhero she's in there taking care of our son paxton along with my mother-in-law so um shout out to everybody man the family stepped up they really did big time shout out to Allie. we're glad everything's good we're glad baby's healthy Mm -hmm. uh can't wait to get him on a sewed bra right i think right now it'd just be a lot like little squeaks or maybe some crying or Mm -hmm. hey hey it ain't too far from what i'm doing now is it that's right just making a bunch of just noises sure 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 nation stand up stand the hell up (laughs) so bobby Uh uh-huh got any advice for a new dad you know you're, you're one, yeah. You're one of the people I actually trust to deliver, uh, you know, good advice. Uh, no, just do your best. Just do your best. That's all we can ask. Yeah. Just pray about it. <laughs> just pray. Let go and let God. Absolutely. Just get in that truck. Just keep driving till all you see is ocean. Uh-huh. Smile through it. What'd y'all say? Would you and Connor say on the last episode? It's, it's a, a blessing. blessing. It's a it's blessing. A blessing. <laughs> That's like anytime everyone anyone has ever said that to me, it's like there's a gun pointed at the back of their head. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it's, uh, you're, you're, you'll find out. This is gonna be, you know, you yeah. got to do your dues, pay your dues at, at first, but uh, mm-hmm. then it's all it's all gravy. It's we all already amazing. we already see those weird hours of the morning anyway. That's right. so, I mean, it's yeah. nothing different. Who cares, man? Yeah, it's fun. You know, two a.m. is pretty fun. You're at, you you all. You know, I know Adam and you in particular, you're at a good age right now uh, with Silas where he's got all these awesome toys to play yes. with. Yes. Like, uh, I know his last birthday, you took off and had a uh, father-son day. It was a lot of fun. Had a good day. Hot That's Wheels. The best. They got, you know, he can ride the little things now. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, unfortunately, you know, it's right now it's Rattlers for, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and, and balls and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, It'll they don't really around. know what they're doing, yeah. you know, but, uh, you just keep loving him, Josh. Yeah, mine's uh, you know just uh, good to get the bottle in his mouth and get all the all the all yeah. the milk down. That's hey, what we're working totally on right, right now. But there's some blessing there too, like when they're not mobile and you can like control where they're going. That's true. That's awesome. Like they those are, tro- are some good. Totally times. under our control as far as like where he's gonna go. And also, man, it's just great that you you got one that's eating. Yeah. That's right. He's eating and good. Be, and sometimes that stuff's hard. Like you know, for sure. Not to get too into it, but you know, sometimes latching can be an, itch, an mm, issue. And that's uh, right. Yeah, just things you don't you don't think about. Uh, things you never thought you'd be like googling in the middle of the night. You had to get a baby to latch. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got him checked this morning. The jaundice is looking good, so that's you know great. It's just uh, Allie put it very well. She said, "I feel like your first appointment with the pediatrician. The doctor's main job is to make the mother less anxiety riddled, mm-hmm. like to help her feel good about you know." bringing this baby into the world and kind of soothe her nerves just a little bit. Yeah. 
But you're doing the right thing. Just find a find a schedule, stick to it, get that baby used to it, and it'll be all right. That's right. It'll be fine. That's some good advice, Bob. But you'll never like once you're once you're a once you're a dad, once you're a mom, whatever. You can't ever not be a dad anymore. Like, it's not like all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm finally getting sleep again. You never get sleep ever again. That's gone. That's that concept is is no longer a thing. I think uh, a buddy of ours in the XFFL, Lauren, just said, I think he uh, told me sometime this year that, you know, as your kids get older, you know, when they approach 14, 15, 16 year old, years old, your worries for them aren't like latching and like eating when they're toddlers and stuff. It becomes like, you know, grown up stuff. So those are the reasons that you're not sleeping and staying up. And this mm. has been the dad hour with Bobby. So much to look forward to. Yeah. I'm just excited to like teach him how to throw a baseball yeah. before I'm like worried. Is he knocking some girl up in the back of his truck off, Ooh. you know, lover's lane somewhere? Definitely yeah. is. That's right. All the things I have to have anxiety about. He's uh, probably on better's worth doing. That. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's the main thing, man. It's just a whole new thing to worry about, mm-hmm. and you and it's like it's a worry you've never had before. Yeah, but it's you know, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. <laughs> All right, boys, let's talk some football. We are here. This is the first installment in a three-part series. We are calling Reality Check. Boys, and this is brought to you by Reality Sports Online. Woo! This is our new sponsor. We are incredibly excited. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that Reality Sports Online, or RSO, this is our favorite platform. Our main league, the XFFL, was started on that platform. We're going into year five. So we approached these guys about, hey, we would love to help promote the platform on the show. So you'll be hearing an ad read for them later on in the episode. Make sure to listen to that until the very end because we've got a promo code that's going to save you 10% when you sign up as a new user over at Reality Sports Online. Yeah, don't you ever say we didn't do something for you. But we're moving up in the world, boys. I mean, this is our first fantasy football platform that is partnering with us uh, you know, to help support the show. And, uh, I mean, it really couldn't be a better fit as we've been brainstorming, like, what would be some appropriate sponsors outside of Taco Bell or White Castle or mm. Mountain Dew yeah. to sponsor the show? RSO was absolutely at the top of the list. 100%. We want to have sponsors that, you know, we rock with. Mm-hmm. And uh, RSO is definitely our favorite league. And, uh, yeah, um, it's it's super cool to, to do a spot for them. Mm-hmm. Heck, yeah. So, um, and I was, I'm sorry, guys, if it's not what you wanted. Uh, I did get... A little out of control. I I do admit that. And <laughs> if you would like us to redo it, just send an email. That's and, right. Mm-hmm. Just send it to Adam. Shame him privately, <laughs> and then we'll come together and record a new read for you. Just don't cancel me. Just All don't right, cancel don't Adam. Don't cancel me. Adam needs this. Please. Please. <laughs> so we're going to have uh, fun on tonight's episode. We're going to be looking at, uh, if you've ever listened to the Fantasy Footballers, they have the Truth Series every year where they look at what is what's the truth of the quarterback's Running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. Were guys consistently good? Do they just have a few big performances that inflated their end-of-the-year numbers? Can you count on these guys going into next season? So we're going to do the IDP version of that with this Reality Check series, and we're going to be starting with the linebackers. So head over to Big3IDP.com. Check out the consistency charts. We have them up for all three positions. So we got the top 100 linebackers. Would be a great companion for this cast. Mm-hmm. 
the sewed. I don't know why I called it cast. <laughs> <laughs> we we are. It's a broadcast. It's a well, yeah. It's a recorded broadcast. Well, I think Adam, it's sewed. I, I, I I'm sorry for that, guys. <laughs> That's all right. You've been watching some like uh, some other stuff going on there, Adam. <laughs> sure. Don't want to talk about it. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Won't dig into that at all. Um, but this is speaking of uh, RSO. This is scoring from our RSO league. To see how guys broke down, where they have how many boom games did they have, twenty plus points? How many bus games where they scored fewer than five points and really crapped your team? Mm-hmm. And where do they fall in the middle? Those linebacker one, two, or three performances. So we're just going to be looking at some of the highlights here to let you know some of the players that are worth monitoring going into next year. What do we think about these guys? What's the reality of their situation? We've also got some news. And we're going to do another installment of everyone's favorite show, our game show, fellas. Who'd you get? Who'd you get? So, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with some news. And after that, we'll do who'd you get. And we'll wrap up with the reality check for linebackers. Don't touch that dial. If you like Big 3 IDP, you'll love the IDP guys. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, basically anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, and I mean, mostly I'm just really sorry about Mike's marriage. That's that's really what I'm here to say. Right, right. If you want hot takes on Mike's failing marriage and talk about poop occasionally, sometimes IDP and fantasy football in general, and you like to worship Babu Freak and follow Tony Johns to protect Baby Yoda, that's the place for you, idpguys.org. All right, we're back, and apparently there is a cow in Bobby's backyard. Bobby, what's the latest on Cowgate 2020? Uh, my wife said it doesn't sound like a moo, but it sounds loud. So could just be a could be a cat in heat or something. A cat in heat. Yes, sir. We've got, I think, a pack of coyotes running around. Oh my gosh, dude! I left a uh, to throw something away in the trash or something the other night, and the I guarantee you a pack of coyotes killed this dog. It was an awful sounding brawl. They're in they're apparently like it's mating season, I think, with coyotes right now. So and skunks. Oh skunks. That's I've seen a so lot of them on the road. I was gonna say there's yeah. a lot of dead skunks right now. There you go. Out there. So that's Roadkill Update twenty twenty from uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah. I know the listeners were fascinated to hear what was going on. So boys, let's do some news. And uh, we've had quite a bit happen since uh, you know we last came at you guys. Skunks are so cute. <laughs> Why do they have to stink? Adam, is this a hot take you want to unveil here? Maybe you're like super into skunks. I, just was, I wanted to get that in before we moved on. That'd All be right. kind of funny to like uh, debag one of them and like have his pet run around your house. I think some people do Dude, that. They'd be awesome. Have him and uh, Titus run around. That'd I'd be cool. It. I love it. It wouldn't be much different. I mean, yeah. if, even if he if he wasn't debagged, to be to Titus has <laughs> the worst gas. Un, like it's un unreal how bad it is. Oh my gosh, huh. it's bad. It'll clear out a room, dude. For real. Wow. And he snores too, doesn't he? He's just the worst. <laughs> he, he is a real varmint. <laughs> we we do call him. We call him pig. Yeah. And we we talk down to him all the time. <laughs> I'm sure, like if if they're my neighbors are ever outside, every time I let him out, I'm like, get out there, you filthy pig. <laughs> They're like, ah, this may be some animal abuse what, going on over here. Honey, was he saying that to his son? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no. But hey, he's, he's taking care of. He sleeps between my legs every night. So <laughs> That just got weird, 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 boys. 
Hey, I had a little. I had a wiener dog, and that's where uh, that's where she lived. They demand it, dude. I was always worried too. She would get as far under the covers as she could, and I'm always like, dude, I'm gonna wake up one one morning, she's gonna be dead. <laughs> no, dude, they, can, they can just roast in there. It's crazy. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, but yeah. He, uh, they like to bury themselves underneath the covers. That's Freaking, a, that's a Boston Terrier thing. Is think, it really? Yeah. Everybody, every Boston Terrier owner I know, that's they pretty much, yeah, same same stuff. Yeah, they're just trying to suffocate themselves. They're maniacs and they love to be warm. And yeah, they love to sleep under the covers. Same maniacs. with same with wiener dogs. They want to be under the covers. Yeah. All right, dog talk. Um, they're winning <laughs> a fun. <laughs> they're winning a fun direction. Um, RSO is like we're pulling the plug. Get <laughs> guys, we're gonna ask you not to do that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring legal action against you if you keep that ad read in there. <laughs> All right, so guys, let's actually uh, talk some NFL news now. All those skunks, I agree, Adam, are are cute. Why do they have to stink? It's true. Uh, so Drew Brees coming back to New Orleans. I think was was uh, a move. Did you all see this happening? Was this any surprise to you guys whatsoever? Nah, he still has this year on his deal. No, he has. He's a free agent. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. When free agency starts. He will be a free agent. Yeah. No, I, I figured he'd be come back for another year. Hmm. Uh, but I mean, the, the real question is, what does it mean for Teddy? What does it mean for uh, Taysom? Smart people that know football better than me have said that they see Taysom coming back and that this is the end of Teddy Bridgewater in New Orleans. I saw something where Teddy may be getting thirty, 30 million. million. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to pay? Who's going to pay Teddy thirty? <laughs> Seriously, there's so many quarterbacks available on this market right now. I don't see any of these guys getting thirty. He made some fine plays last year, but he was very much a uh, a product of of the Sean Payton environment yeah. there. And there wasn't much drop off from Breeze to Teddy, but yeah. I don't think Breeze is uh, he's not the same anymore. Yeah, you, know, he you just, have to bring him back because he's still like a top ten quarterback, yeah. but he's not a top three quarterback anymore. Yeah. So I tweeted about this a little bit today, but as the Kamara owner, don't you want to see Taysom move? Taysom kind of fills that Kamara role a little bit to where he's a touchdown vulture. For yeah, sure. exactly. It's not the same type of plays, but a typical little screen pass to Kamara instead is some. Taysom, you know, pistol read option. Yeah. It was funny. On the highlights they had for Drew Brees on the show I was watching, half the touchdowns they showed up from the highlight package went to Taysom Hill. Yeah. He was he was pretty pretty solid this year. Yeah, yeah. he had like over but, seven or eight touchdowns, I think. Very annoying if you own Kamara. For mm-hmm. sure, because that's a lot. That's a lot of touchdowns yeah, so that was given up there. Hopefully, he gets out of town. Kamara buy low right now. Oh yes, he kind For of sure. had a bizarre year last year. Yeah, if anyone's selling, yeah, go go get Kamara. He's yeah. still a he's still a top ten piece. There are still days where I think, yeah, oh, AK <laughs> might be nice now for the one hundred and one, <laughs> yeah. but. Here we are. Hey, 101 for Fred. Here still. we are. Hey. Wait for that to happen. Hey. So I'm open, Bobby. A couple. So, before we get to the next one, so any suitors do you think for Teddy? Teddy will have some suitors yeah, for sure. Now, it. whether it's a starting role, I don't know. I don't. Hopefully for $30 million, it's a starting role. Oh, yeah. If he's getting $30 million, he's starting somewhere. I don't. I wouldn't want my team to sign Teddy. I think that's a very low ceiling type of move. What about Carolina as a backup maybe to Cam? Now, if you're if Carolina's yeah, wanting to do a full-blown rebuild, that makes a lot of sense. Just a steady yeah. guy to come in and hold the fort until you find your next franchise quarterback. We may be sleeping on Teddy. Maybe. What if Teddy's the real thing? He's always been one of those guys that hangs around in games. Mm-hmm. I always have liked that about quarter, you know, in, in a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just, I don't know, he's well-liked in the locker room. People rally around him. I just hope he's not a Sam Bradford to where, yeah. like, he's shown a little bit of, you know, playoff, not playoff, but football potential, and people over 
you know, buy him. And then like, wait a minute. And he can't get through a 16, you know, game, game year. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. That is, that is a concern. If he gets hurt again, it's like, eh. Yeah. If I'm paying a guy 30 million, I, uh, I'm going to be worried about the health, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, if you're paying him 30 million, mm-hmm. you're probably bringing him in for like at least like a Kirk Cousins three year type of deal, I would assume. Well, yeah. look at all these big dudes who, you know, look at Todd Gurley, look at, uh, you know, we've talked about Leighton Vanderish, all these dudes who have like these lingering big type, you know, injuries or uh, some of these payouts that these teams have made have not looked so great here a couple no, years they down have the road. Not. No, they have not. A couple other smaller moves here, fellas. Uh, Nigel Bradham was released by the Eagles. I believe that happened today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Greg Olson signed with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Pretty so nice. That's, 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 that's a nice landing spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's you know he's still relevant uh, probably for redraft next year. Well, it tells yeah. me Will Disley may not be. That's um, it. Yeah. You know, because Will Disley was a nice fantasy piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, a if you're a fantasy footballers listener, that was one of their favorite guys, Big Montana. Does not bode well in my eyes for Will Disley. I don't think yeah. it's good. The yeah. D- Disley owner was trying to uh, say, oh, oh, he's holding down the spot till Disley. It's the spin room. I've never heard anything come out that's bad news in that Abs- Slack. Absolutely. <laughs> Abs- that's where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. There's several secret Slacks that exist yeah. within our main Slack channel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's always positive. Any news that comes out about any player, yeah. it's always positive. It's Kareem like, Hunt pulled over for possible DUI. This, this is, is great. He needed this. He needed yep. this wake-up call. <laughs> it's like the Pete Carroll, you know, with injuries. Like, the dude's leg is gone. I'm thinking four to six weeks. But I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but I expect him out there in about four, a month and a half. Four to yeah. six weeks. We all get real optimistic about our guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Addy, why don't you give us this next piece of news here? I know this one hurts your heart. Yeah, so uh, Stefan Diggs has deleted everything Vikings related on his Instagram, which is about the, you know, that's the worst thing that can happen in today's day and age. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's like, be like unfriending someone or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it seems like his days may be numbered. Um, if you if you're gonna trade him, I feel like before the draft is the right time. Yeah, because there's not an influx of all these new wide receivers. Teams filling their wide receiver needs in the draft go right now before that happens. And uh, if you want to cash out on Diggs, do it now. Man, if uh, but if Minnesota doesn't get like at least two first, I'm oh yeah, be upset. And I don't think they are right now because it's sort of like a He's- fantasy league where the. The draft picks are so inflated right now. Yeah. The value of those. Um, yeah, they honestly may want to wait until after the draft. Mm, just, I don't know, just man. acquire some picks for next year. I um, mean. Or at least maybe get a second in this draft and then a first next year. I think you could get that. I think you could get that for sure. Yeah, so maybe that's the route they go. But, uh, God, it's going to be devastating. That's going to be heartbreaking for Vikings <laughs> yeah. fans. It'll be. It'll. It'll not be good. But, you know, for um, – for for Vikings, uh, for the for the other guys, Thielen, it's gonna obviously mean he's gonna catch probably hundred balls again. It's um, it's somehow good news for both Thielen and Diggs, and you know, and Irv Smith. There Irv you go. Smith, yeah, um, big time arrow up. He's probably the wide receiver too now. If really, Diggs yeah, leaves. I think so. I think you're gonna see a lot more two tight end sets, but you're gonna see him involved a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's unfortunate. You know, they can never have anyone. You know. Awesome. They can't have nice things. <laughs> it's just, it's just mm. difficult. But it's one of those where it's like, you know, you look at Diggs's, uh Twitter and it's like. It's dramatic. It is. Mm. Like, you know, is he like trying to pull an AB and force his way out of Minnesota Seems right now? Like These guys, you know, they can uh, take control of the their own narratives now. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. You are not a free agent. 
digs, they are going to control where they send you to. So have fun in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or in Washington. Yeah. You know, one of these just, you know, dead on arrival teams that or, you know, like uh, football Siberia up there in Buffalo or something, you know, it's like Mm. sometimes the grass isn't always greener. Yeah. But Um, if you're in a situation where you literally hate being there, I guess sometimes you just need to change. But man, where do things go wrong? I mean, I he's the know. hero of the freaking Minneapolis miracle. Yeah, I know. I don't know, man. It just, uh, it's just these young guys. They're mm-hmm. all effed up from the social media and, you know, they see other guys do it and they, uh, they get, they feel disrespected by money and yada, yada, yada. Just, you know, mm-hmm. just egos. That's, that's true. That's what it is. I mean, he's in a nice situation. He's competing for, you know, uh, titles right now, I think. Um, yeah, you made it to the divisional round yeah. of the playoffs, man. It's like you are in a good spot. You've got a, you know, top 15 quarterback and Kirk and, yeah. you know, you got a good, uh, a good wide receiver opposite you who's, so you're not necessarily drawing, yeah. you know, the team's best cornerback every game. I mean, you're in a great spot. There's cl- clearly something going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we can't see. Yeah. He's probably, I mean, is he like yelling at Zimmer? Is Zimmer yelling at him? Like, yeah. are they, there's their tension there. Like, what's going on in the locker room? I've saw, you know, I saw him like a few tweets or something that, you know, were like, uh, what's done in the dark will always come mm-hmm. out in the light. Some, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So I think he actually tweeted something to that effect yeah. too. He's it's, had some very weird cryptic tweets here recently. Yeah. I hate that stuff. So, uh, it's very weird. It's very like middle schoolish. Just log out. Yeah. Stefan. <laughs> Someone just, take Diggs's phone. Just log out, brother. All right, so we'll be back here in just a sec to do Who'd You Get? Don't Go Anywhere. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now it is time for everyone's favorite fantasy game show. Who'd you get? Adam, you scared me there. I thought you were like choking. <laughs> I did. I, did I was coughed. <laughs> that was really scary. We thought we were losing Adam for a second. I was going to do it loud, then the last second I was like, no, nah, let's slow it down here. Be a little more quiet. I almost coughed. Yeah. So. And Matthew McConaughey almost came out. <laughs> How's everyone doing tonight? Get those shirts off, baby. Twist them around your head like a helicopter. I saw that uh, Matthew McConaughey commercial and thought about you. Oh yeah, I'd still I need. You to, haven't seen like I the Frozen to, Lake uh, Matthew no, McConaughey to, one I yet? I just need to go on a YouTube binge yeah. of just McConaughey content. <laughs> <laughs> that that would stray into some like just old movie clips. Because I mean, I mean, I need to get more stuff. Because my go-to is every time is just taking the shirt off. I gotta, uh-huh. <laughs> that's in every single McConaughey movie, though. I mean, that's not inaccurate. But I got to evolve. I got to see. I got to keep up with what he's. I doing. I don't know in what movie he's twisting his nipples, as you implied. <laughs> uh, you know, a few episodes back. But it's it coming. Happened. It's coming. It happened. All right. So it's time for who'd you get? And Bobby, we're going to start with you because 
You've been doing. You're a Wheeler dealer. You've been doing some deals here since we last uh, He's had the this willingness segment. dealer. He is the willingness dealer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He has the trade sickness in our RSO league. So, Bobo, why don't you hit us with uh, some of the trades here that um, yeah, you, just, d- you did here recently, and then we'll talk about a few I'll of them. Just go through all of them, and then we'll go from there. So, uh, Jace Sternberger and the 2023rd pick for Jordan Poyer, the 2020. Uh, three oh six and the twenty twenty four eleven. And say in these who you're getting, which okay. side you have. Yeah, so I got Jace and the twenty twenty one third there. Um I have the four eleven now, uh in exchange for Jalen Ramsey, um, Aaron Donald and the twenty twenty one second for DeForest Buckner and Corey Littleton. So that was a big one. Um, Cam Newton and the 2024th, I don't know what pick it was, for Jimmy Garoppolo. So I got Cam Newton there. And um, you got to AD and the 2021 uh, second in the other correct. one. I have got um, this next one. I got Big Ben for um, the 2021 fourth. And then in this last one with we, me and you, Josh, did a little business. I got uh, a trade baby. I got my boy John Johnson in exchange for Jonathan Abram. And I had to give up the 2024th that I had and then a 2021 third. Uh, jo- right. Joshy had some high, uh, high stakes money on John Johnson. I do. Uh, I'm interested in this AD one. So let's, let's break that one down again. AD in a 2021 second for DeForest Buckner and Corey Littleton. Mm-hmm. So wow. let's give contracts here because context is important. We're encouraging people to check out RSO. So they got to be thinking about this kind of stuff. So you had Buckner was expiring? Uh, no, Buckner, I actually re-upped maybe this year or last year. I can't remember. So he's got three or four more years. Okay. So him and AD are about the same. They probably both run through about 2021, about 2022. Yeah, they're both like eight, nine, ten million, okay. probably somewhere in there. Littleton, I redid on the XFFL. That so you did. You gave him year. that extension. Um, he's about seven million a year through twenty twenty one. So the same. not um, necessarily like cheap contracts, but reasonable for guys that are both, you know, uh, I would say top twelve at their position. Sure. Well, that's a good chunk of salary. You know, you're looking at what? That's like sixteen, seventeen million in salary that you're getting rid of, and you're bringing on about nine. Yeah. 10. So I've dropped quite a bit in Littleton. Um, you know, it just kind of. I thought back to the Darius Leonard situation last year. Um, I don't think Corey Littleson is Darius Leonard. Not. I think he's great in coverage. I'm going to be pissed off when the Rams keep him in the same system. And I don't have him anymore. That, he will reacquire him. As, That's what I thought. I thought this is a trade that uh, Bobby thinks Littleton's gone. Yes, it's and absolutely. He, and he brought back another Ram. Yeah. Jo- Josh also thinks Littleton's gone. Oh, I, we yeah. all do. I think He's, we all do. They just don't have the money. Yeah. Like I had, Adam put it perfectly in the last episode. He said they could bring him back, but they probably shouldn't. I think. Yeah. I think the. Um, I don't know that Littleton can repeat what he did this year. The Rams' defense played a lot this year. Um, you know. The offense wasn't that great, Gurley and Goff and all that kind of stuff. So I'm a big AD fan. I mean, I don't care whether he's, you know, 25 or 35. I, I like AD probably more than Buckner always. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole Buckner and Armstead, uh, situation next year. I don't know if Armstead, if they're going to be able to financially keep him know. or not. I don't know. I think Armstead's gone. They should. They need, they to, should, try, they yes. need to try and keep him. Yeah. He's a talented, talented guy. But this trade actually bled into the one I did with Josh and, you know, I did pay a lot, honestly, for John Johnson, but my hope is that if Littleton moves, 
then John Johnson is going to have to play a little bit more in the box is kind of my hope because behind behind Littleton, you've got Troy Reader and Micah Kaiser, which is pretty ugly. Um, so hopefully, you know, it's maybe good years for John Johnson and for Taylor Rapp, but I definitely think Jonathan Abram is going to be a talented dude. That's a great point, Bobby. John Johnson has, has got to be probably, you know, he's going to be one of the best discounts uh-huh. just because he, he finished, you know, he finished on the IR. Yep. So – He's That's, not showing up in the top of the, you know, standings yeah. as far as uh, or uh, the the player finishes because mm-hmm. of you missed what half the season? Yeah. Yeah, he, early on. Yeah, he was an early maybe. injury. But I would, I would imagine he's going to uh, he has a good shot of being like a top uh, top 7 mm-hmm. safety. Absolutely. But they're kind of the same with Abram as well. Yes. That's what I told Bobby. I said the the difference for me, both guys coming off injury, both about the same age, both the same contract, both around the same cost, very cheap, under 2 million a year. Uh, as far as RSO money. And the difference for me was we had seen John Johnson do it. Now, I think everyone who's an IDP fan or Raiders fan would say Jonathan Abram has that talent, but I haven't seen it yet. And so that that gap, that confidence gap, is where the picks came in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's why it was just costs a little bit more to get J.J. is because we know he can be a top-five safety when healthy because he's done it before. And mm-hmm. you're right. He is going into an insane situation if Littleton leaves town. Especially mm-hmm. if Littleton leaves town. That is a primo. And we all think he's leaving town. Yes, we do. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they're going to have to sign somebody. They cannot roll out Micah Kaiser and Troy Reader. I mean, they're they're very well might, but kind of the same with Oakland, you know? To hear Whitehead, is there, you know, LB1 right now? There's some bad linebacker situations, for jo- sure. Jonathan Abram going to be running around like crazy next year. And uh, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Eric Harris. He was he was also great there. That's true. Do we think they're going to be able to keep uh, Carl Joseph? So I was doing some research on Carl, um, and it seems like it was trending toward not, but then as he played well down the stretch last year before his injury, it seems like now they may actually bring him back. I got you. That's the latest chatter I saw was that they may bring he, uh, Carl his back. contract up? He may be an RFA. Hmm. Uh, I, I do think his contract he, is yeah, up. Yeah, he's a, he's a UFA or I think RFA? he's an unrestricted right unrestricted? now. Unrestricted, okay. I'm pretty sure. So they may end up bringing Carl back. What y'all think about the rest of them? You don't have to give the the full synopsis, but selling Poyer right now is a good time, bad time? Yeah, I mean, he's he's getting up there in age now. He's, out, he's about almost 29, 30. 30, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... He was and an expensive contract for me right now for a safety as well. It's one of those deals where it's like, you know, right now it kind of looks like he gave up a lot. Yeah. But Sternberger, if he ends up being the real deal, that's it's the linchpin of that trade for me, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Is, uh, is if Jace, you know, pans out, then uh, the 306 and 411, and then you got rid of Poyer's contract and mm-hmm. got back a 2021 third. But, dude, mm-hmm. where you're at as a team, like, yeah. I wouldn't sweat over losing Poyer. Oh, no. yeah, for sure. And I'm real big on Cam Newton and Big Ben both for this year. I, yeah. I really want to, you know, selfishly, I'm for Ben just because of uh, James Washington and Deontay Johnson. But uh, Cam Newton, I'm at least hoping, has a little bit of a bounce back this year. So I, yeah. I think you will. Yeah. Yeah, those see. are two nice QBs. Um, so some trades here. Uh, we'll run through and um, – Let's see here. I'll start at the bottom, and these are some older ones, some less exciting ones. The ones that I really want to talk about are at the top. Um, so this was early. This was the day I think RSO's platform rolled over. We had already negotiated this one. I got the 206 in exchange for Mark Ingram. I also sent away the 406 for, or sent away Quandre Diggs for the 406. Uh, acquired the 511 in exchange for Christian Kirksey, who was expiring. Got the 510 for Keelan Cole. 
And then these are some of the more recent ones, the juicier ones I want to talk with you guys about. I acquired Brandon Graham uh, for the 406 that uh, was swapped for Quandre Diggs. And then uh, Bobby already mentioned the John Johnson and Jonathan Abram trade. The other one that was probably one of the bigger trades we've had in the XFFL this offseason was I acquired Devin White and sent away the 208, the 211, and a 2021 first. You sneaky little boy! So this one went down legitimately in about um, probably like two minutes. Mm -hmm. Charlie was the Devin White owner in our league. He put on the trade block channel that we have that uh, Devin White was available. And so the reason, because I think I probably overpaid just a bit, but my reasoning was that Devin White is an absolute stud. I think we'd all agree. Yep. I think he's 21 years old yeah. and in a great situation um, and had a nice rookie season. And I really wanted that. I have a I have some decent linebacker pieces, but none of that like young Darius Leonard type talent that you can plan on plugging into your lineup for the next like seven or eight years. Yeah. And so I knew there was going to be a trade frenzy and a lot of offers coming in for Devin White. And so I just pushed all my chips into the table and overpaid knowing that there was no way Charlie could say no to this offer. Yeah, and Charlie's one of those guys where if he if he likes the offer, he's and it's even if it's quick, he'll mm-hmm. pull the trigger on it. Yep, you know? that's right. That's uh, what he said. He said there was no way I could say no to that trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was my goal. It's like I understand maybe this is too much for a linebacker, but at the same time, this is a guy I really want, and so this is what I'm willing to pay. Mm-hmm. And he took it. So yeah, pretty I lo- exciting. I love it. I mean <clears throat> the question is could you maybe have gotten Isaiah Simmons at 208? Man, I don't know. I think Simmons goes – I don't think he goes in the first round, but I think he goes in the first six picks of the second round. Yeah. I really do. And I have 206. There was a reason. That's that's important context here. I still – I was able to keep my 206. Could you take Isaiah Simmons at 206? If he Joshy? is there, Isaiah Simmons is going to be uh, on the Houston – Joshua's going to have that linebacking stable that only <laughs> dreams are made of. Hopefully, in a perfect world. Now someone at the 205 owner is going to snipe me. Is that you, Bobby? You no. own a lot of second round. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way it's getting to 206. That's true. Bobby's not. He, Bobby's drafting Simmons. He's I've got, got quite a few. Uh, but That's yeah. why you traded Roquan, I bet. Ooh. Hey, I've traded uh, Roquan and Corey Littleton in the last oh, week. I so, forgot about uh, Yeah, what was the Roquan trade? So the Roquan trade was, um, he was good money too. The RSO contract, he was like $1.7 which was pretty nasty. It was similar to what you, I mean, you got a, you got a first. So I got a 210 for this year, but then I got a 2021 first as well. And that makes sense. I mean, after I would, the whole Devin White trade, though, yeah. I was like, "Damn!" Market was set pretty high. Well, but still, people are just higher on Devin White. Sure, people are just down on Roquan after you know, even though he finished insanely strong. People yeah, are still like, you know, he can be had for a bit of a discount right now. I think it's just it was. I'm in a situation where I already have a ton of picks. What's another two? You know, because maybe I can get another Roquan at two ten, yeah. and then I've got a 2021 top twelve pick. So now I've got two. It's true. Um, it's just a situational thing. There's a lot of, and the only reason I've been selling here lately is because there have been people buying. We have three or four teams right now in our league that are in all out buy studs right now mode. If you want to throw me some picks for freaking Roquan Smith, you can have him, you know? 
I don't know. I'm just in that mentality oh, right now. People, people trying to win that off season, baby. That's oh right. yeah, that's right. Now I will say the the other one I wanted to get y'all's take on was the Brandon Graham trade, and I will say this is absolutely. I think we talked about this in the last episode. Mm-hmm. He's been the star of all or nothing so far, so this was very much a sentimental type of trade. But okay. I will say I've got a lot of DNs that are expiring. Mm-hmm. My okay. t- my two top guys are both expiring. I know Graham's a little older. I think he's 30 or 31, but I've got. Um, I've got Carlos Dunlap and Justin Houston both going to expire. Probably not going to extend either of those guys. So in my mind, I know it's not quite a clean transfer, but I saw basically flipping Quandre Diggs for Brandon Graham, who was a top 12 DN last year. Yeah, it's fine. Diggs is, I mean, about unusable with Marquise Blair, uh, Brandon McDougal. Yeah. You know, Diggs is fine, but I mean, it's kind of like the same thing with Ramsey. I got the four eleven for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. The, speaking of that, the fact that y'all got anything out of those two, congratulations. Is nuts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for real, like, guys, don't do that. Yeah. Don't trade for cornerbacks. Don't trade for, you know, safety twos. Yeah. Yep. Uh, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Good job on you boys. <laughs> Thank you very much. But you're exactly right. So you're in essence saying you took someone in digs that you could have gotten off waivers and you got Brandon Graham. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's nice. Although Graham's not one of those guys that I usually target. He's been, yeah. last year he was great. Yeah. But, uh, uh, normally he's really up and down. Uh, so let's not miss, miss Adam's trade. Uh, we kind of skipped over that a little <laughs> bit. So, uh, more importantly, Adam, Adam moved Eric Reed for JJ Arthur. Vega. Whiteside. Oh, so hot. So, uh, Adam, give us your uh, synopsis on that. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, he was a – Jay Jaw was a guy I was a big fan of really before last year happened. Um, just loved his tape at Stanford. He was dominant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just like such a red zone threat. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It didn't work out that, that well for him this year in Philly. Um, he actually was able to get on the field some, but wasn't really productive, mm-hmm. but also wasn't really targeted. So, um, I don't know. I just think he's at as low as he could be. And I'd still like his upside. Mm-hmm. These guys can grow. He has the, you know, he has a great, you know, body type to be a, a, a possession receiver in, in the league. Mm-hmm. He should still be a red zone threat. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's just young and he's just going to, he's just going to learn and get better. Um, he sh- shouldn't have to too many people in front of him on the depth chart. I think Alshon could be a cut candidate. Yep. Um, Aguilar's gone. Deshaun um, didn't play hardly at all last year. He's back, though. He's I mean, 33, but he'll, yeah. you know, he'll have a role, but he'll, um, I think, I, I don't know. I just think it's a good time to buy someone like that mm-hmm. because, I mean, yeah, I gave up Eric Reed. I was going to say, what's your take on Reed? Because I think this, I mean, I love Reed. Uh, Reed's going to be a, he's going to be a, Safety top one. 10, yeah, he's going to be a top 12 safety for the next two, three years, mm-hmm. especially with Keekley gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find safeties, you know, it's, I just feel like the upside with, with Ortega is just one that uh, everyone's down on him. His it's like, tape wasn't great. I what mean, if he's a wide receiver one? Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of the roll of the dice that you're taking. Yeah. You're saying I can find a top 12, top 20 safety. Off of waivers, yes. but if year. I if I hit on a wide receiver one, always do it every year, bros. Always Tracy do these Walker trades. Walker in 2019, bruh. Buddha in 2018, bruh. Did you get Buddha off waivers in 2018? He was actually draft pick. I got gotcha. you. Maybe don't lie to the listeners, Adam. That's rude. Well, but you know that's really when he broke out. No, this is so. This is a good take. I love this because you've got Carson Wentz, who you know 
I think the Eagles probably might draft another wide receiver. It's possible. I can see that. Yeah, I, I think they that. definitely Which will. doesn't hurt, you know, Arthega at all. I mean, I think that probably helps a little bit. They got a yeah. lot of mouse to feed. This is a long term. This probably isn't going to pay off next year. It might take another year. But there's um, a ton of like buy low candidates right now. I don't mind telling y'all. I've tried to buy uh, Paris Campbell from oh, Charlie for sure. Um, it, it's been a struggle. Um, but there's a ton of like I'm big on Michael Gallup this year. Definitely. Um, you know, some of these guys Andy have a little Isabella, something oh yeah, like that, you know, potentially. Uh, <sighs> I haven't really quite sold Nikhil Harry quite yet. You know, it's, it's still young for him. Um, a lot of these guys come around. Not everybody is a uh, – who's the uh, John Ross? Which he's fine. And but, he's fine. He could be – Go yeah. buy John Ross. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, with uh, I Joe bought, Burrow coming to town. I bought Auden Tate recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bought him in my other league. Actually, mm-hmm. Nico had him. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid – he needed a quarterback, so I paid Matt Stafford in a fourth. Mm-hmm. That's nice. For Tate. Yeah. But you're right, though – about you know listening to the ballers and stuff i i've gone through the whole consensus you know the uh, consistency charts and stuff and and listen to all their sods and now's a great time to buy a lot of these dudes and you know these wide receivers you get them into year two and year three that's their potential you know breakout years and stuff um the running backs your josh jacobs and miles sanders and saquon's and stuff like that that first year is when they're really going to shine but yeah go buy these dudes cheap and uh you know let them say go buy josh reynolds too he's a good little uh We'll get you another Ram, Bobby. Trying to think of who. Is he on your team? He is. He's your son, right? I bought him last year. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, he's got the same last name as me. How do you not have that jersey yet? Let's make that happen. Wow. All right, I'm we, have a, we had an on-air extension. I'm getting it. Uh, you're, just last now, year. you're just now piecing that together. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That's dad brain. <laughs> dad brain. <laughs> like if there was a Raymer on the Colts, and I was like, he's, he's, he's I'm drawn to him. <laughs> Bobby, he's been on the team for about three years now. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> That's like our love child, Josh Reynolds. That's probably wow. like you got to. Um, you probably have to create that jersey. <laughs> yeah, that option. I doubt that there's a that that's actually one you can buy. I had to do that for the Bradford uh, Color Rush a couple years ago. They didn't really want to oh, advertise Bradford. Bradford Color Rush. That needs to be hanging yeah, up in here, bro. For seriously, let's get Bring let's that start, in here. We're gonna do this it. jersey collection. Speaking of, oh yeah, we got a new member tonight. New Funko Pop joining the collection. Welcome, Aaron. He's the oldest member. He's the first IDP. Yeah, he is the first IDP. He's got An the appropriate choice. Rightfully so. Yeah. Yes, the different defensive hands, you know, he's he's ready. He's uh He's, he's rushing ready, he's the ready, uh, yeah yeah he's he's ready to knives, knives in his hands yeah <laughs> he had knives no I'm thinking of uh, you guys remember those videos yes he yes was, yes uh, uh, trying to oh yeah there was a dude I guess a trainer was like had knives or whatever and taped mm-hmm. to his hands or something weird right yeah it was weird the only one I really remember from the off season was uh, Frank Gore boxing yeah that's y'all right. seen that one. He's coming back too. Wow. He wants to. Why not? Someone will have him. Him and AP. The difference between wanting to and being able to, Frank. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe he'll end up in the XFL. Who hey, knows? did y'all have any takes on uh, Miles Garrett being reinstated? Um, I didn't think it would happen that quickly, to be honest. I mean, it's great for him. Um, yeah, he's back to, uh, I think I bumped him up in the ranks. He's back up to like DN3 for me, probably. Do you believe his story? No, I don't. Mason? I don't. I wish. Oh you no! Have, I wish you wouldn't have done that. I'm yeah. sure the league was like, we reinstate you, like, and you immediately yeah. come back and bring, you know, cause a stir and stick to this whole narrative. It's like, just yeah. put the situation behind you and move on, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe I, who knows? Who knows? None of us know. I That's mean, the yeah. thing. It's impossible to prove. Mason Rudolph does seem like the type of guy that maybe would do something maybe like that. So, but I do believe, you know, Mike Tomlin said. 
of all the interactions that I had with everybody throughout that, you know, time frame, nothing of that was ever mentioned. Yeah. The first time he brought it up was the first time that anyone yeah. had ever heard of it. Yeah. Interesting. But anyways, yeah, IDP wise, I don't know. We've talked about Miles Garrett. If they switch to a, uh, you know, three four, that's true. I mean, you got to if that happens, and yeah, that's not good. What does his sleeper value decrease? No, no, he would still get a yeah. D line designation along with LB. I would think D D line and LB. Yeah, I wonder if he was at all last year. Did he just have the D line designation? Know. I'd have to go back and look. I forgot to tell y'all, boys. I did a uh, I jumped I jumped in a sleeper mock Ooh, with some big that? some big dudes in the industry. Cool. Like Joey the Tooth is in there. Kyle Bellinelli, we all know. Yeah. Um, Steve Perkins, just some guys that. Uh, oh, Nate's in there. Oh yeah. But uh, it was interesting. It was. Um, it's it was let me pull her up here. Yeah. So I'm looking right now. We're talking about Miles Garrett for twenty nineteen. I was just curious. He was yeah, he was just DN designation. Okay. He did not have a multi purpose designation. So he was actually the D N five. Was went, this went six ten he went six ten. Was he reinstated at this point? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Is this offense and defense? Yes. Okay. DN five. Who went ahead of Khalil Mack, which shouldn't have happened. Um, Wow. Nick Bosa, then Aaron Donald, then the Neil Hunter. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So probably be slept on a little bit. I think there'll be maybe some uh, IDP players out there who Joey Bosa went seven seven. Gosh, who took Mack? I don't want to call him out like that. (laughs) Okay. I don't want to put him on blast, but (laughs) terrible pick. Wow. You Mack drafter. All right, boys, let's take a break and come back and do some reality check with the top 100 linebackers. Don't go anywhere. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right, if there's one thing that you know about the Big Three IDP podcast, it's that Adam likes to sneak secret moans into every episode. If there's a second thing that you know about the Big 3 IDP podcast. It's that we love reality sports online. It is the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like an NFL general manager. If you've ever wanted to be a GM, this is the fantasy platform to do it. But the question is, have you tried it? If not, it's time to go see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is about. Free agency? Multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much, much more. Take a deep breath, Adam. It's okay. (sighs) Think it sounds complicated? It's not! The best thing about Reality Sports Online and Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Prove it! Still not sure? You can test out your general manager skills for free in a mock free agent auction. If you like what you see, use the promo code BIG3IDP to receive a 10% discount on your team or league today. Fantasy just got real at realitysportsonline.com. All right, it is time for the Reality Check Series to kick off, and we are starting with probably the most popular position in IDP, I would say. I know our 
linebacker rankings probably get the most buzz, the most views uh, when people are looking at our website. So we decided to start there. We ranked the top 100 uh, players, uh, no linebackers. We, no we, Josh. Yes. Yeah. You, baby. Josh hey, e. Big three Josh's is, baby is, right it is, here. It is my baby, but this is a, uh, you know, big three is a collective. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And I say rankings. That's probably not accurate. These are more consistency charts. It allows you to see. Just data. Yeah, it's just yeah. data. Like, how are we looking at what happened last year and making sense of it? That's these, really what this comes down to. These might be more important than ranks, honestly. I don't know. Ranks are pretty. Y'all, y'all do the Lord's work with these ranks. I think but, I'd blow my brains out after these about are, number four. 56. These are facts, though. These are things that actually happened. The, what I want to figure out is, like, who are guys that you should not be spending up for because they had three bo- uh, boom games and let you down the other half of the season? Mm-hmm. You know, that's as we kind of parse through it because that's not something you can see with, like, the end-of-the-year finish in terms of points. Cooper Cup. Yeah, perfect example. If you started Cooper Cup, you probably felt pretty bad most of the season. Yeah. But his end of the year finish looks great. Yeah, he was a flex play all year is what he was. Yeah. And then he was the wide receiver four. So I think you might you guys may be remembering his season a little different. He was pretty baller, right? He was, he, had, he turned it on, I think, near the end of the season. I think he was but the he, opposite. He had a stretch. I think you need to look at his last five. But he was pretty not solid. So this is this is what we're talking about. The consistency though. Like was this guy crapping your team and then having like unbelievable performances? Or was yeah. he just like steady eddy middle of the road, never crapping your team type of guys? So we ranked uh you know, ranked out the top one hundred. It is ranked in terms of points when you see these consistency charts by the first time. So you can see how many boom games, how many LB1 games, all the scoring breakdown is there on the website. So I just want to bring up some interesting names here as we go through, pull out some factoids here to discuss. And gentlemen, a, an interesting name here. I want to start with boom games. You know, those guys that blew up and gave you the big performances throughout the season. The most boom games of 20 plus points, Demario Davis with five. Wow. Not the name that I thought would have been atop that list. The other three that finished with four boom games, Chandler Jones, Corey Littleton, and Devin White. Ooh, baby. Hmm. That so, might be some insight on why Josh acquired him, because Devin White didn't even play half no, the year. he mm-hmm. really didn't. He was huge, though, down the stretch. Oh, yeah. So, um, Corey Littleton, um, obviously a guy we knew was consistent, so it's it's cool to see his name up here as having those big – I mean, if you get 20-plus points from your linebacker, you're probably winning that week. He had some interceptions, fumble recoveries. I think he had maybe a touchdown or two. So, yeah, that's probably a little bit of uh, why he had four of them. So another interesting one here, of course, as you go down the list, you're going to have like the, the lower point scores having more bus games just because these aren't the same caliber of players that you see at the top of the list. So I set the uh, snap percentage requirement at 75% of snaps. Most bus games for a regular player. This is a guy that is playing consistently, not a spot guy who's not going to score a lot. Von Miller had 70. He played 70, more than 75% of snaps, busted eight times. Hmm. Regular season, 13 games, full season, 16 games. He had scored fewer than five points in half of them. Hmm. Not good. That is really bad. So if yeah. you have Von Miller right now, the truth is you cannot count on this guy week in and week out. So go try to sell to someone who's, who likes the name recognition of Von Miller right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. See what you can get. This is the perfect time. Maybe grab some draft picks. And Bradley Chubb's coming back. 
Yeah. And this is the perfect example of why we, you know, those linebackers that we don't like. Mm-hmm. It's these big play linebackers, you know, even though Shaq Barrett had an amazing year, mm-hmm. um, I could, you could see him have a huge regression next year uh-huh. and be frustrating as hell to own. Like, you know, like Von Miller is. Mm-hmm. He's just a guy you can't even really rely on. He's maybe he's a, a dart throw. Yeah, I mean, he really is. He's maybe an, an, a flex option some weeks. He's a he's like a uh, he's a Jesus take the wheel type player. We need absolutely to start tagging that and coining that. Okay, I like that. You oh, almost let's go for it. You almost need to just think of him as like player A and take his name out of the whole you know scope of why you're putting yes. him in the lineup and grade, just say grade the game, not the name. Exactly. So some uh, th- not a surprise here at all. The most LB one games. Which was between, I think, 12 and a half and 20, uh, like 19.9 points was, um, Bobby Wagner with 11. Huh. So okay. not a surprise there. Bobby Wagner was as steady as they come. And it was funny because as you see these guys start to break down in terms of who had the most LB2 games, the most LB3, the guys that are there are absolutely who I would consider LB2s, LB3s. But, um, the most LB1 games after Bobby Wagner, Surprisingly, you just brought up these kind of like edge rusher guys. Bud Dupree and TJ Watt mm-hmm. both had nine LB1 games on the season. Wow. Very From strange. the same team. TJ Watt was great this he year. He had an mm-hmm. awesome season, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we, uh, maybe this is a new trend. Maybe these edge rushers and these uh, sack artists, maybe that's something we need to start, you know, taking a little more seriously because, I mean, if you had TJ Watt last year, Bud Dupree, Shaq Barrett, mm-hmm. you were in good shape. Yep. yep. Now, can it repeat? Ah, yeah, that's we'll the question. We'll see. I think TJ will be fine. I think TJ's good. I think he's a talented young guy. Yeah. Bud Dupree, obvious sell. Yeah. Sell. Uh, same with Shaq Barrett. I mean, neither one of those guys. You know, they're not they're not that young anymore. Shaq Barrett could struggle to get five sacks this next year. Yeah. So here's here's what you do. Here's my advice with Bud Dupree: wait until he signs with the new team because he is a free agent. And then put him on the trade block and hype him up as like, yo, he just got 50 million guaranteed from mm-hmm. Team X. That means he's going to be getting a ton of work. That's great. Probably not going to pan out. Most of these free agent signings don't and go cash out. Yeah. I'm also pretty sure the Steelers are in cap hell. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so he, yeah, you're right. He's probably not coming back, but he will sign a big deal. And that is so smart. Mm-hmm. Just do that. Just play off that. They have 1.4 million in cap space. Yeah, awesome. So, so they're they're not bringing anybody back. He's gone. Bud Dupree is gone. So um, the most LB two games: Rashawn Evans, Devin Bush, and David Mayo all had eight LB two games. Mayo. Wow, that's right? the weirdest one. That is by far the weirdest one so far. Pretty huh. solid this year, though. He, yeah. he just had opportunity. That's a trash team, a trash defense. Uh, so someone's got to get tackles outside of um, drill peppers. David Mayo White. Did not know that. Yeah. Appropriate, though, considering his last name is literally Mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, congrats to David. Had long hair at one point. I'm looking at his college pictures. Rashawn Evans didn't get uh, enough credit he, this yeah, year. he had a nice little season, He too. was a great player. You don't, awesome. you don't want to try to look at him as, like, your LB1, but... He was he was not as good, obviously, when Jayon was uh, healthy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, 
That's a great. That's a nice. Going yes, that's mm-hmm. a nice linebacker. Do you want to get back on the Mayo thing for a second? Oh yeah, he is the second Mayo though. You know, the second famous sport Mayo. The mm-hmm. Mayo Clinic. No, I, I know it. We're talking about Mr. Orange Juice Mayo. Heck yeah, OJ Mayo. OJ yeah. Mayo. What a weird combination of names there. Orange Juice and Mayo sounds horrible. <laughs> I think that's actually a uh, that's Charlie. I think that's Charlie uh, is the one that uh, came up with that Orange Juice Mayo. Or you know. Stated the obvious. Stated the obvious. Okay. That is so gross. I've seen him play uh, in high school. It was pretty fun to watch. Yeah. So, most LB3 games. This is where it gets interesting here. So, John Bostick, Mac Wilson, Nick Vigil all had seven LB3 games. Again, these are guys that you think of when you think of who's an LB3. You know, who's in that, like, 25 to 36 range in terms of final finish on the season. But the fun fact here, all three of these guys played more than 90% of snaps. So this wasn't a thing where they just didn't have the opportunity. They were playing plenty of snaps, and that just tells you right there, these guys are LB3s, with one exception. Mac Wilson is the one guy that I'm looking at on this list that is a buy for me. Oh, for sure. Because um, he is a he was one of only two rookies to play 90% of snaps. The other one, Devin White. Mm-hmm. Uh, in games in which he appeared, and I should point that out, our consistency charts only factor in snap percentage in which players appeared. If you look at like pro football reference, that is for the whole season, which is valuable. But I want to look at, okay, you weren't starting a guy if he was injured. So I don't, I'm not caring about his snap percentage in this context if I wasn't starting him. Mm-hmm. I want to know in games in which he appeared, how were the coaches using him? So Mac Wilson is a buy for me. These other guys, a um, couple other dudes here, Chandler Jones and Alec Ogletree, played at least 90% of snaps and finished with a bust or a linebacker three performance in seven or more games. That's more than half of the regular season. So these were high-volume guys who consistently let you down. Mm. You're like, because that's what we always talk about, right? Chase snaps, look at snaps. Who's Who's playing the most? Well, John Bostic, Nick Vigil, Chandler Jones, and Alec Ogletree, plus Mac Wilson. If you had them and you were like, oh, 90% of snaps, this is going to be great, they let you down more than half the season. Wow. That said, I'm not looking to acquire any of these guys except for Mac Wilson. Because mm-hmm. we know he is a guy with a trajectory going up. The rest of these guys, I feel like we know who these guys are, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Mac Wilson. And I mean, with the, uh, you know, impending Schobert possible you know yeah, free he's agency probably gone so you could see uh and i don't know what happened with kirksey i mean i know that yeah. he's well liked in the locker room he's a leader there but uh i think you could see maybe you could see wilson and talkie talkie being, mm-hmm. being the two guys there actually i took wilson in this mock i took him at uh 13 12 nice nice so what linebacker was he off the board do you have oh that? man it, there was a lot of i was surprised how early and, and how often people were going defense i mean he was probably like Probably like linebacker 30. Honestly, wow. he just hmm. kind of slipped through a little bit. And yeah. That's a big arrow up guy for me. You yeah. have Taki Taki also? Get, I got Taki Taki. Yeah. I got you. Did you draft him? Yep. Adam and I were going back and forth on him in our auction yeah. in RSO. Nice. Actually, I was the one that waited longest on defense. Hmm. Everyone else was going pretty early on it, but I waited until the um, 
until the ninth round. Yeah, nine twelve was my first IDP, which is normally it's a little later than later than I'm, I usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was your first IDP? I took T.J. Watt. Nice. Speaking got, of T.J., then I got Josh Allen. Very nice. Then I got DeForest Buckner. Yes. Then I got so. Tracy Walker, mm. Mac Wilson, Matt Milano. Wow. Very nice. Dirty. That's right. Mining those gems. Oh, Tracy. That's right. Oh, got to. You we know. gotta get it. We gotta get a Tracy Funko Pop as soon as that thing's available. Yeah, we sure do. So, <laughs> did you say something else? Hmm? Did you say did you say Funko or did you say something else? You keep saying this. It's possible I said <laughs> something else with this accent. Uh, with what we were doing with exactly. Them yeah, if you could have seen what was happening in the soda shack, they were defiling the windowsill on which they sit. Uh, so, this is another important thing to pay attention to: is are guys crapping your team? And of the top 100, there were 12 guys that had zero bus games. This takes into account guys who played all season, didn't miss any games, and guys who played, you know, maybe a, a, a you know, half the season. So Bobby Wagner, TJ Watt, Jordan Hicks, Blake Martinez. That does not surprise anyone that those guys would have no bus games. KJ Wright, a little more surprising. Mm-hmm. Darius Leonard, not a surprise. Levante David, Joe Schobert, Eric Kendricks. Not a huge surprise there. Mm-hmm. James Burgess. Zero bus games from James. Leighton Vander Esch did not play a majority of the season. Zero bus games. And probably the weirdest <laughs> name on the list, Denzel Perryman. Mm, zero weird. bus games. Huh. So 12 of the top 100 linebackers had zero bus games. Now, a lot of these guys are just your top 10 you know, finishers on the season. So not a surprise to be a top finisher you can't have yeah bus games Perryman didn't play the whole season Burgess same with him he played you know what half Burgess that. played almost the whole season I think uh in his games appeared 10 you have him at 10 here oh do I yeah oh hot dog <laughs> maybe I'm thinking of a different player might need to look at your uh, charts a little bit better I've had some life events coming up so <laughs> no excuses so that was the one that um Okay, so that was what I was thinking of was um, Burgess. Yes. So, what's what do we what's the reality with Burgess? Do we see him if as you a can guy? Sell him for anything. Sell him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done this stuff before. This isn't his first rodeo. Mm. He's taking people for a ride <laughs> and left him on the side of the road. I mean, he's a he's a you know pay attention to him if you know where he goes and just you know keep that in the Rolodex, mm-hmm. but don't go out and buy this guy. Mm-hmm. You have C.J. Mosley coming back is the big yeah, thing. and you got Avery Williamson as well. Yeah. People are forgetting about this guy a lot. You yeah. know, that's another guy who's gone. He hasn't been touched yet, so I'll probably get him on the way back around. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean. If you can, if someone's wanting Burgess in some weird universe, a Jets fan who's just very sad, <laughs> get rid of him. Get rid of him. That, this was the stat I was thinking of with Burgess is that of the top 100 linebackers, 48, so almost half, played all 16 games. Mm. 19 played 15 games. 28 linebackers played between 11 and 14 games, and only five. Of the top 100 linebackers played 10 or fewer games. That was James Burgess, Jason Pierre-Paul, who has the linebacker designation in RSO, Danny Trevathan, Leighton Vander Esch, and Donald Payne. The only one of those that was top 50 was James Burgess. Hmm. So when he wow. was playing, the dude was playing well. Yeah. But again, perfect opportunity. Playing well for IDP. Yeah. For IDP, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a good defensive player. <laughs> right. So, Bobby, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I completely lost okay. track of uh, track of that. So, 
I've, I got it back. Okay, good. I'm glad. The answer to this is no, but is Jamal Adams a sell right now? Yeah, um, well, no, I don't think so. I thought so at the beginning of last season because, you know, I thought that all that, you know, C.J. Mosley was in town, Avery Williamson, Quinn and Williams. I just thought they were better. Mm-hmm. So I thought last year he was a sell, but, uh, you know, turned out everyone got hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's just the thing. You never, I mean, you can sell that, but that's the, that's, that's just how it is. People get hurt and you're giving up a, he's a top three safety, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what. And if those guys aren't there, he's probably a, he's a, he's a safety he's one, a safety one by yep. far. So I don't know. I mean, I'm probably not going to sell just because I don't know what someone's going to give for him. It's probably he, not going to be what mm-hmm. I want. I'm probably going to want at least a first and a second out of him at least. Because this year I'm kind of flipping and thinking. I know I'm obviously the Derwin owner. I think Jamal was the clear safety one last year, but I think Derwin could be the safety one this year because now in front of him you've got who? Drew Tranquil, um, Thomas Davis, I guess. Yeah, still there. Yeah, I mean he's it's it's all set up for Derwin. Um, I don't know though, man. It's hard to predict who's going to be number one. Buddha was Buddha was nasty. Buddha was number one this last year, and he was nasty with some good linebackers there. You know, we've talked Jordan about Jordan Hicks. Hicks. Yeah, um, you yeah, know, linebacker that, one, safety one. That's absolutely, a, that is kind of interesting. Strange. Yeah, and then no Chandler Jones is like he, uh-huh. he was up there too. Everyone was like, "Oh, this Arizona defense is so bad. Kyler has to score thirty-five points a game." It's like, well, at least for IDP purposes, yeah. they were doing pretty well. Yeah, they have pieces at every level, and. Uh, Fun Jordan Hicks stat. Uh, LB1 played 100% of snaps. Wow. He was so, great this year, man. It was cool to see him stay healthy. That's always, that's really been the knock. I mean, a lot of, yeah. a lot of people saw this coming, but the knock on Hicks was always health. Mm-hmm. You could never finish a season, but, uh, man. You called that earlier on in the year. That was the, yeah, that was my second half prediction was yep. that Hicks would finish as the LB1. LB1. You nailed so, it. Yep. Good job, Addy. One to ten for the year. <laughs> See, exactly. So what I was thinking was, what's crazy is, in games in which they appear, James Burgess was actually the second highest guy in terms of snaps. Huh. In front of Levante David and Joe Schobert. So wow. Burgess had great opportunity. Just took him, it took injuries to get it. Yep, you know? it did. It, it, for real. Getting Avery was, Williamson and C.J. Mosley out He of the was picture. even behind Neville Hewitt. That he was. Know? Yeah. So... So, a couple other interesting pieces here. Uh, every team had at least two top 100 linebackers. Um, and the teams with the most, this is very, very weird. This is not what I was expecting. The teams with the most top 100 linebackers, Tampa Bay and Washington, both had five. So, further adding to the Washington linebacker confusion we talked about a few episodes ago. Who do you grab there? Who knows? Maybe you just stay away from the whole thing and grab like defensive linemen and safeties. Yeah, five top 100 linebackers in Washington and Tampa Bay. Wow, kind of weird, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Washington's interesting. I wonder what they do there. So it was. I can tell you who it was. And this is keep in mind too. These are positional designations that are a little different. Uh, you had John Bostic, Montez Sweat, Cole Holcomb, Ryan Anderson, and Sean Dion Hamilton were all top 100. Is it at all possible that Washington doesn't need Chase Young? Dude, that's what I've been saying. Yes, I, I think so. I think, I mean, their D-line is gross mm-hmm. already, and even their edge guys are mm-hmm. sick. I mean, you got um, Ionitis. 
Sweat. Kerrigan. Sweat, who's going to be the D-end. You mm-hmm. got, and then the interior's awesome. You got Deron Payne, and mm-hmm. you got Jonathan Allen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not there. It's not the need yeah. for him, really. Uh, to me, I feel like I, I don't think Haskins is the answer. I don't think Haskins is going to be the long-term guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's kind of a Josh Rosen situation from last year. Mm-hmm. Maybe we see up, you know, maybe that's what happens come draft day. Um, you know, but man, they took him what in the they took him in the first round last year, or was that a late later round pick? They took him early, like yeah, mid first. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, dude, that's brutal. So what do you do? That's what they did with Rosen though, too. So Burrow goes one, obviously. If I'm Washington, honestly, I think if I'm Washington, I'm trading out of that pick. Yeah, I'm trading out of it. Um, trying to get a Jordan some, Love later. Well, see, I mean, I I would either go. I think I'd either go Tua or Young. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. I'm not taking Jordan Love at the top of the first. Yeah. Well, I'm saying if you drop back. Yeah, it depends on who you're dropping back with. I guess that's true or how far you go back. Yeah. Their major need is, in my opinion, quarterback. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not I'm just not a Haskins guy. Yeah. I just worry about him. And I feel like they have a chance to get someone special in Tua. Right. Yeah. Um but you know, it could also be the worst thing ever for Tua to go to Washington and Get ruined. Like, get ruined. They also have some <laughs> pretty awful franchise. Washington have two firsts. I don't um, know. I've seen some other mocks maybe uh, with them drafting a wide receiver. It's kind of sad we're going to have two awesome generational quarterbacks going to the two worst franchises in the NFL right now. Oh, the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals and Washington Redskins. And the Miami yeah, that Dolphins. Sucks. <laughs> we'll see. I think I still think probably Washington takes Young. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, and then maybe Detroit will be the, uh, the wild card. Surely not yeah. Okuda. I feel like Detroit needs to go to uh, if he's there. I mean, if they go sense. to a, they will probably keep Stafford around because I still don't think yeah. Tua's playing. Yeah, he's not healthy right now. Yeah, and it's, it's healing, that. but I think he's still on like it's a, a fractured hip, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a that's a serious injury. Same thing with Chris Carson. I'm not seeing any discount on Chris Carson right now. Dude fractured his hip. Yeah, and he's a running back. That seems like, important to have a functional hip. Same with Penny, pretty hurt right now too. Isn't he? Torn ACL. Torn ACL. Yeah. It was yep. apparently a bad ACL. Gosh. So you can go week one into Seattle with nobody named Carson or That's Penny. That's okay. They have. They do have CJ Prosize. That's true. They'll be fine. <laughs> My apologies. Siege. So I wanted to give you all the Tampa Bay linebackers as well. Uh, this was Levante David and Devin White. Everyone knows that. JPP, Shaq Barrett, and Carl Nassib. Did we ever get an explanation on why um, Devin Bush's numbers were kind of slacking towards the end of last no, year? I just think he... they weren't. Uh, I just think he wasn't doing well. He wasn't playing well. I and they you. just cut his snaps, took him off the field for third downs. Wasn't huh. very good in coverage. So, yeah, that's concerning. Uh, you know, if after the first eight weeks, we all had Devin Bush as our linebacker one. Mm-hmm. And then – you know, by the end of the year, he's probably in the linebacker six to seven range now. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, he's someone that I—he's probably a good—he's probably a good buy low right now. Absolutely, Truly, you could probably get him for. You're still going to have to pay to get him, but you could probably get him from a first, mm-hmm. and you could probably flip him for a first and a second, or you know, a first and two seconds next mm-hmm. year, like you did with uh, yeah Bush. That's right. Mm-hmm. So a couple other stats here, just interesting things as I was looking through these charts. Uh, every linebacker who played more than 75% of snaps had at least two linebacker one games. 
With only two exceptions, Devon Kennard and A.J. Klein only had one LB1 game playing 75% of snaps. Hmm. So if you have A.J. Klein or Devon Kennard on your team still, jettison those guys into outer space. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't uh, have those guys. Yeah, yeah, get rid of those guys. What and are you doing? The lowest scoring player with at least 95% of snaps was Anthony Barr. Just thought that huh. was kind of interesting. Like a super-duper high-volume guy. Another good example of a really good player but bad IDP. Uh, yep, guy, and yeah. that's the reality of this situation too. Is you can start to see who didn't make the most of their opportunity. Yeah, so look for those high volume guys with really low point total totals and dig in and see what happened there. Did they play the whole season? Uh, was there someone else that was gobbling up all the sacks or tackles or whatever that isn't going to be there next year? Yeah. Uh, so use this data to figure out how am I going to project this player into next season. But uh, anything else from this uh, top 100 list y'all want to bring up? Let's go around real quick and say our one guy we're wanting to buy right now and our one guy we're wanting to sell. Oh, I mean, I was trying to acquire Mac Wilson. I know we've talked about him already. So he's been your big buy. He, I mean, Devin White kind of took the wind okay. out of my sails as far as having the ammo I needed for Mac Wilson. Okay. Um, but that, I mean, I know we've talked about him already, but Mac Wilson absolutely is a buy for me. You have a big sale candidate right now? Um, not, not right off the top of my head. Let's do buys and I'll come back around on sales and I'll give y'all one. So my big buy right now, and we've talked about it a little bit is Jelani Tavai. I really hope that he stays on the field a lot for 2020. You know, we talked about Kennard here sucking and you know, they're really not having any type of linebacker presence there in Detroit. So yeah, the Hawaiian Tavai is my big buy right now. Addy? Uh, Deion Jones for me. Okay. He had a, you know, by our standards and by the way I was hyping him up uh, before the season started, he had an awful year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's when you need to send out offers when someone has a down year. And no more Devondre Campbell, I would say. Um, so I expect Deion Jones to be back in that linebacker two, linebacker one range. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of guys that you could say because they're changing teams and there's uncertainty around their situation, like a Joe Schobert. Uh, like a Shaq Barrett, like a Blake Martinez that you could say would be an easy sell. I would say go sell Chandler Jones if you can. I mean, he uh, was, I think, top 10 or 11 in our RSO league, had a great year, high percentage of snaps. Like we said, that Arizona defense was surprisingly really good for IDP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but try to go cash out. Uh, Chandler Jones is 29 years old um, and had you know three bus games, so he wasn't a guy – uh, that, um, and the only other one inside the top 12 that had more than that was Shaq Barrett with five. So that's a guy that I'm looking to offload if I can. So, uh, yeah, go buy Mac Wilson, try to sell Chandler Jones. Hmm. Guys, uh, any, any sales that you guys see here? I mean, I think you kind of touched on some of the guys. Um, I guess you could probably talk yourself into selling Jordan Hicks right now. Um, that's a good, that's a good sell. What about Demario Davis? Yeah. Are you, yeah. yeah, Are you selling Demario right now? He's 30. Yeah. At least 30. Um, and then same with Hicks. It's the health that you worry about with Mm -hmm. him. This was the perfect season for Hicks. 100% of snaps. That is not going to happen again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's just no way. I'm selling a lot of teams right now too, where their defense has played a lot. I'm selling a lot of, you know, I'd like to sell Jesse Bates right now because the Bengals played a ton. Sean Williams, exactly. Uh, yeah. Corey Littleton, the Rams played a lot. He's he's a fine sale, I think. 
He's a fine buy, too, if, if you can buy him low, but I don't think you can right now. We talked, I think, on the last episode or two episodes ago about this is, you know, we love Fred. Obviously, we yeah. are Fred We are Fred fans on the Big mm-hmm. 3 IDP podcast. It's a great time to sell Fred. Yeah. Yeah. But one of my favorite things about this whole episode has been the Eric Reed for uh, Whiteside trade because as long as you plug into the Big 3, look at our consistency ranks, Look at me and Adams, you know, top whatever mixed ranks. We're going to work you through this season. You're going to be just fine. So if somebody comes along offering a good offensive piece for some defense, we'll 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 take care of you in 2020. You'll yeah. be just fine. We will we will fill that void that you have by mm-hmm. trading away for talent, mm-hmm. you know. And so, it's what you need to do. You should be looking to trade some of these defensive guys that have great years. You should always, trade them for some buy low yes, offense guys. Always go get offense. You know, don't trade offense for defense unless you're getting a substantial upgrade on defense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we, and, and, I, and I and I and I didn't even uh, probably the biggest buy is Montez Sweat. Oh yeah. yeah. Truly. Buy um, him before he makes that positional switch to a D end. Yeah. I mean most people are probably clued in on that by now, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, he's going to have a monster year, especially if they don't bring in Chase Young. Are you selling Holcomb or Sean Dion? Um, I mean, you're. it's going to be tough to sell those guys to anybody. Um, I don't think you're going to get a lot of value for them right I'll now. I'll probably just hold on to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, um, I think I like Holcomb better. Okay. Just because, I mean, he got the opportunity last year when, mm-hmm. even though Sean Dion was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to hold him because his name's Sean Dion. Yeah, Sean Dion's yeah. fun to say. That's a fun name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we should mention, Bobby, you brought it up. Um Check out idpguys.org. You mm-hmm. and Addy's ranks are up there right now. That's right. Uh, they just published, I think, uh, a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. The yeah. um, This is the IDP ranks right now. Uh, is it combined uh, IDP ranks? Top 200 right now. Top 200. Is that, uh, what is that? Mixed IDP. Not not offense. No just offense. Straight. Just all the, uh, yeah, all the IDP positions in yeah. together. It's yeah. in depth. Yeah, that's fun. That's a fun one. It was uh, it was fun to get through. Yeah, um, and uh, the mixed ranks as far as offense and defense will be coming here soon. Yeah, it's that's all- already out there. We're just it's we're just waiting to wait post for them. it to be published. Yeah. Okay, and so. we're trying to get at least personally, we're trying to get some more stuff on our site. So yeah, Bobby, um, you just published some quarterback and running back rankings. Yeah, and take those with a grain of salt. You know, I need to try to uh, update those pretty regularly. Um, as opposed to just take those with a grain of salt, they kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we no. just need some website content. They're fine. <laughs> They're fine. It's just a w- way for me to mentally process how to. Uh, I'm sure it helps. Yeah, mixed rank these guys. I know Adams already got his done, but maybe before the weekend I'll have mine over with. They just change so frequently, man. And after the draft, it's going to be kind of upside down as yeah, well. So kinda, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have fun adjusting every bit of rankings that y'all did. But thank you all for listening to this episode of the Big 3 IDP Podcast. We hope you all enjoy it. We'll be coming back at you next week with the Reality Check Series Part Number 2 for the defensive lineman. That's going to be a fun one. Again, make sure to check out Big3IDP.com for all of these consistency charts. Check out IDPGuys.org for Bobby and Adam's rankings up there. We also have rankings on our site as well. And, uh, gentlemen, I'm going to go in now and make sure my son is still breathing. Yes, sir. Go be a dad. Go be a dad. We're so proud of you, Josh. <laughs> and you, Allie, thank you for letting uh-huh. us have Josh. Yeah. I was getting the uh, the text like, well, I'm going to bed. I'm like, okay, that means I probably should have been in there about an hour ago. <laughs> uh, so we're going to wrap this one up. We will see you guys next week. Take care. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big3IDP. 